In today's show, Bitcoin price targets a fix on $35,000 as Bitcoin eyes massive liquidity squeeze. I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis and quoting Max Kaiser, the high priest of Bitcoin. The IMF is a Ponzi scheme. They are close to running out of suckers. It is predictable they would lend money to the money launderers in the Ukraine. The end of the IMF is nigh. Also in today's show, breaking news, Trump NFTs pump after his indictment and quarter one trading volume for NFTs surpasses $4.7 billion. We'll also be discussing top crypto analysts says Bitcoin is on the cusp of making history. I'll be breaking down this analysis from crypto analyst Rec Capital. Also, we'll be discussing a new global currency designed to ditch the US dollar coming from BRICS Nation. I'll be breaking down this latest report as well as here's what could signal the next big Bitcoin leg up amid this massive Bitcoin transactions, according to crypto analytics firm uh, Santiment. Also in today's show, we'll be discussing the New York couple behind El Salvador's Bitcoin experiment, referring to Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert. And we're also going to be discussing the $1 billion backed bonds by BTC and quoting Stacey, perfect money needed a great leader for the extraordinary to manifest as it has done in El Salvador. And 500 years from now, President Bukele's transformation of this society will be taught alongside those of the Renaissance, the Enlightenment, ancient Rome, and ancient Greece. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more, in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome, everyone, for tuning in. Today is Sunday, April 2nd, 2023. I'm your host, JV, and this is podcast episode number 1239. Let's kick off today's show with today's market watch. As you can see, the current crypto market is correcting. we got Bitcoin down about 1% for the day, trading above 28,100. We have Ether maintaining just above 1,800, down 1.2%. And XRP, Doge, and Polkadot are in the green, but barely. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap is at $1.17 trillion with just under $30 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Today's Bitcoin dominance, the same as yesterday, at 46.4% with the Ether dominance at 18.5%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Solar up 12%, trading just under $0.68, cents, followed by Aptos up 8%, trading at $12.12, followed by Dogecoin up almost 3%, trading just under $0.7.9. Cents. And checking out out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. Only a handful in the green, which includes Apt up 8.3%, Costs up 6.3%, and one of the biggest losers is CFX down 9.3%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators, shows we're currently rated a 63, which is greed. Yesterday was a 61, last week a 64, and last month a 50, which is neutral. So there you have it. How many of you are currently taking advantage of this current dip? Let me know. Now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis, shall we? Here we go. Bitcoin stayed on course for its highest weekly close in 10 months on April 2nd as 28,000 held firm. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-week candle chart, which is looking pretty bullish. And data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View showed Bitcoin stable over the weekend after closing out March at near 28,500. 
Now, a key resistance from earlier in its current halving cycle is the current trading zone representing a major hurdle for the bulls to overcome. Should they manage it, price targets extend beyond the $30,000 mark, quoting Jackie's right here. Not an expert on classical chart patterns, but if we can fit the current structure in it, that gives a minimum price target of $35,000 for Bitcoin. Also, a nice confluence of a break above the high at $32,500, where a lot of stops are sitting to create a possible deviation above. Let me know if you agree or disagree with uh, the analysts. Now, a whole new ball game. If Bitcoin breaks it, we have the NASDAQ and the S&P went strong into the weekly close. Still major pessimism and disbelief while major milestones are close to being made for stocks and BTC. It feels like some bear is very desperately trying to defend the 29,000 to 30 region. Another analyst said, I think that when this level breaks massive, liquidations will come in. And it does feel like a matter of when, not if, because there is zero froth in the market, only some spot supply. And in an accompanying chart, which you can see here, showed the Binance order book with bid and ask liquidity concentrations by different price levels. And on the shorter time frames, traders were content to wait for the weekly close to cement prior gains quoting crypto tony ranging this weekend it seems on the corn and for continuation the bulls want to reclaim the range high of twenty eight thousand seven fifty until we chill and others were more pessimistic amongst them trading resource stock money lizards which described the correction as very likely before bitcoin hits 30k quoting him here bitcoin like in february we now see a bearish divergence correction still very likely before we approach 30,000 and last month nonetheless managed to crown itself one of Bitcoin's best March months, adding 23%. That's right, which you can see clearly outlined right here, making it its best performance for quarter one since 2021. Now, also, Bitcoin's trajectory mimics both years, seeing at least three months in the green before significant consolidation begins. So there you have it. And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin regarding the IMF giving $15.6 billion loan to Ukraine, uh, Max had to share, the IMF is a Ponzi scheme. They are close to running out of suckers. It is predictable they would lend money to the money launderers in the Ukraine. The end of the IMF is nigh. And shout out to Max. I love Max and Stacy. I'm a huge fan, if you couldn't already tell. And yeah, so I mean, it is what it is. Expect the IMF to continue to do what the IMF does. But isn't it awesome that Bukele and uh, El Salvador paid off that IMF loan of $800 million so they can no longer be controlled by the international monetary fraud, as I like to call it, because they have a Bitcoin standard. They don't want the bankers in their country, and I don't blame them. But with that being shared, now let's discuss the latest of what's happening with these Trump NFTs as they are surging as a result of his recent indictment. Following the news of the New York grand jury voting to indict former President Donald Trump on March 30th, the floor price for the officially licensed Trump digital trading cards NFT project pumped. According to data from OpenSea, NFT traders were seemingly spurred into action by the announcement with the floor price moving from 0.46 Ether or $835 to as high as 0.6 Ether, which is almost $1,100 on the same day, which you can see here in this chart. Now, when the project launched in December of 2022, it offered exclusive one-on-one experiences to certain NFT holders, such as private golf sessions, dinners, and conversations with the former president. The indictment news could potentially impact the former president's ability to deliver on the experiences. At this time, the floor price has since dropped back to around 0.51 ETH range. The price still sits well above the initial 
settlement price of $99 from back uh, in December. And in, according to a March 30th report from blockchain analytics platform Dapp Radar, there was $4.7 billion worth of NFT trading volume just in quarter one of this year, more than double of that of the previous quarter. So the NFTs continue to soar. The firm pointed to bullish action from the Blur Marketplace, which took the market by storm during its token airdrop. Uh, farming period back in February, the 4.7 billion came from 19.4 million NFT sales in quarter one, marking an increase of 8.5% with total volume increasing by 147% compared with the $1.9 billion posted in quarter four of 2022. Meanwhile, the Ethereum network accounted for a whopping 4.1 billion worth of the volume with second place Solana contributing 242 million while Polygon ranked third with 85 million for the quarter. So there you have it. How many of you are familiar with these Trump NFTs or have invested in them? Let me know in the comments right down below. And do you think the prices are likely to continue to soar? Uh, figuring that he is being indicted if this is not fake news and this is, you know, really going down as they claim it is. Let me know your thoughts. And now let's break down our next story of the day. And that's Bitcoin on the cusp of making history. Let's go. Popular crypto analyst Rat Capital says the king crypto is about to make history with a key breakout to the upside. He tells his followers that Bitcoin's entering April above a key macro downtrend resistance, a trend line that has kept Bitcoin bearish since its all-time high back in November of 2021. This is a typo. It wasn't in 2022, just FYI. Tomorrow, the Bitcoin monthly candle will have a close above the macro downtrend to confirm the bull market. Bitcoin is on the very cusp of making history. Full send. Let's go. Rec also says that Bitcoin broke out exactly 396 days before the Bitcoin halving, which is slated for April of next year, which is literally just one year away. The halving is when the amount of newly issued Bitcoin gets cut in half. He has that in 2019. Bitcoin also broke out exactly 396 days before the halving of 2020. Quitting him here, Bitcoin tends to break its macro downtrend around a year before its upcoming halving. This time is no different. Can you say deja vu? The popular analyst says that another factor that favors Bitcoin is the fact that the quarterly bullish engulfing candle just closed for Bitcoin. A bullish engulfing candle is when a green candle completely overlaps a previous red candle on both the opening and the closing prices. Quitting him again here, Bitcoin's on the cusp of confirming its first quarterly bullish engulfing candle since early 2020. Historically, quarterly bullish engulfing candles have preceded multiple quarters of upside, so bring it. Now, let me know if you are also just as bullish and think Bitcoin's on the cusp of making history. Let me know in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. Do you know that the BRICS is talking about releasing their own currency? Could it be backed by gold? Well, let's discuss how this is likely to play out. According to the latest report, a group of economically aligned nations plan to create a new currency that could reduce the world's dependence on the U.S. dollar and the euro. According to this report, the group of emerging economies known collectively as BRICS are exploring how such a currency would be structured, reports the Russian state-owned news agency Sputnik. The new dollar alternative could be backed by gold, additional rare earth metals or something else entirely, says the state Duma deputy chairman, Alexander Babakov, quoting him here, the transition to settlements and national currencies is the first step. The next one is to provide the circulation of digital or any other form of a fundamentally new currency in the nearest future. I think that at the coming BRICS summit, the readiness to realize this project will be announced. Such works are underway. So there you have it. The news comes days after China executed its first liquefied natural gas trade 
trade using the UN instead of the dollar, as reported by Reuters. And as I covered here in the show, the acronym BRICS stands for countries including Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, a number of additional nations, including Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, Argentina, Iran, Indonesia, Turkey, and Egypt have reportedly expressed interest in joining the alliance. Can you say the death of the U.S. dollar? The upcoming BRICS summit is set for August 22nd in South Africa. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out because as we all know, and I've been telling you for a very long time, the dollar is doomed. That's why we have Bitcoin. You feel me? Now let's break down next story of the day. We'll discuss Bitcoin's next big leg up and then we'll be breaking down uh, some very interesting data regarding El Salvador with Max and Stacey Herbert and the billion dollar volcano bond. But here we go. Uh, prominent crypto analytics platform Santiment, shout out to Santiment, says one metric could signal the next big rally for Bitcoin amid a flurry of massive whale transactions involving the king crypto. That's right. According to market intelligence firm Santiment, traders should keep a close watch on the market caps of stable coins such as Tether USDT, USD coin, which is USDC, Binance USD, Pax Dollar, and DAI. Santiment says that the combined buying power of the top five stable coins stands at $126 billion, which is more than double its value in March of 2021. And per the analytics firm, Bitcoin sustained ascent could hinge the growth of the top five stable coins by market cap, quoting Santiment here, as a great quarter one comes to an end for the recovering crypto markets, the combined buying power for USDT, USDC, BUSD, DAI, and USDP is $126 billion. The decline has tapered off this week. A rise would signal a major increased probability of Bitcoin rising. Let's go. And they also shared insights on the stablecoin market coming from the analytics firm. They recently issued an alert for the Bitcoin hodlers. Last week, the analytics firm revealed that five of the largest Bitcoin transactions thus far this year all happened in March, suggesting that large Bitcoin entities may be starting to take profits, quitting them again, based on very large transactions going on in March, as well as the 10,000 BTC addresses. Tiers continuing to slide down by percentage and taper off by total addresses. It does look like there are some legitimate caution flags to be wary of if you're hoping to see Bitcoin surge to $35,000 and beyond. The five largest transactions of 2023 thus far have all happened in March, and this seems to be a result of profit-taking and fears of a top after the 70% plus rebound for the king crypto. That's right. Year-to-date, Bitcoin is up roughly between 70 and 75%. Not too shabby for first quarter gains, and we're just entering the second quarter. This is just the second day. So we have a lot more legs up and momentum to continue. Where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to end this year of 2023 as we head into the halving next year of 2024? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud, giving everyone the opportunity to get their comments heard. And I'll be doing some live Q&A. But all right, now let's dive into our next breaking story of the day. And the moment you've all been waiting for, here's Max Kaiser, the high priest of Bitcoin with the El Salvador flag. This was back in one of the recent events, I think in Miami of 2022. He was waving it. So check this out. And this was in the Wall Street Journal, just FYI, which they're known for also producing FUD. But we're going to discuss all of this. San Salvador, uh, El Salvador, the two New Yorkers who created a popular financial news show on Russian state television and cashed in on the crypto boom, have emerged as key advisors to the Salvadoran government on its Bitcoin adoption. That's right. For those of you in the know, you know Max and Stacy from the Kaiser Report. Max and Stacy are also investing in Bitcoin ventures in the Central American country and are founding backer, 
backers of a crypto exchange that is helping manage El Salvador sovereign debt sale that is linked to the King Crypto. The so-called Volcano Token Bond will be backed by proceeds from Bitcoin mining used geothermal power from their volcano. That's right, 100% naturally. The couple first visited the country back in 2021, the same year that President Nayib Bokele adopted Bitcoin as a national currency for the highly indebted nation of 6 million people. They are major supporters of the president advocating his policies on social media where they have almost 700,000 followers. Quoting Stacy right here on crypto Twitter, perfect money needed a great leader for the extraordinary to manifest as it has done in El Salvador. In 500 years from now, Bukele's transformation of this society will be taught alongside those of the Renaissance, the Enlightenment, ancient Rome, and ancient Greece. Very profound words coming from Stacy. Now, Herbert is a former Hollywood script consultant who describes herself as a fairy godmother, volcano blonde, and keeper of the vision, and as introduced as the head of El Salvador's national Bitcoin office. So massive shout out to Stacy. Mr. Kaiser says he serves as a senior advisor to Mr. Bukele, a role confirmed by people familiar with his work. That's right. That's why he is the high priest of Bitcoin. Now, the Bitcoin experiment in El Salvador hasn't alleviated the country's poverty, according to uh, this article. Bitcoin's use in the country is scarce. Now, I disagree there because the majority of the population is using it, so I don't know how they can say it is scarce, but I expect nothing less than FUD from some of these mainstream articles. Central bank data shows cryptos make up less than 2% of foreign remittances, which are a main source of income for El Salvador's $29 billion economy. The country was racked by gang violence and had one of the world's highest homicide rates until Mr. Bukele suspended constitutional and civil rights a year ago to confront gangs. More than 60,000 people with suspected ties to criminal groups have been detained since then, and I'm sure you've seen this on crypto Twitter. Homicides have plunged as a result, the government says, making El Salvador one of the safest nations in the world. Now, Ms. Herbert and Mr. Kaiser declined to request for the interview and didn't respond to questions about their work in El Salvador. However, as you know, we follow them very closely on crypto Twitter, and that's right, also on YouTube with all of their podcasts. And also, let's now discuss this uh, Bitfinex spokesperson. And regarding the volcano bonds, Kaiser brought Bitfinex on board as a financial technology provider for the planned $1 billion volcano token offering, said one person familiar with the couple's work. Bitfinex has said in statements that it advised Mr. Bukele's administration on the country's new law for the issuance of crypto assets and that it will apply for a trading license under the legislation. Bitfinex is also an investor in El Zante Capital, the U.S. couple's new fund set up to invest in Bitcoin ventures in El Salvador, the couple has said. Now, Herbert joined the National Bitcoin office nine months after the launch of El Zante Capital. The fund said on Twitter that it aims to invest up to $10 million on seeding the first generation of Salvadoran Bitcoin unicorns, a unicorn being a privately held startup worth at least a billion dollars. The fund said it made its first investment last year in Galoy, a developer of financial software for using Bitcoin. And Herbert says that in her government position, she acts as a gatekeeper to prevent scams. Some more power to them, determining who is eligible to do Bitcoin business in the country. To be clear, I will receive no salary nor any contracts from either El Salvador or any private company. I am doing this for the president, Bukele, she said on Twitter. We don't get remunerated in any way. Mr. Kaiser told an uh, 
interviewer on a Salvadoran YouTube channel last week, I would say it's just really an act of love. True altruism, unlike that of Scam Bankman Freed, right? Now, Herbert's title at the National Bitcoin Office hasn't been previously reported. Photographs have been taken at the conference last month in San Salvador, showing Sinage identifying her as a director. People familiar with her work say she has had a leading role for the government office since its creation last year. Now, Max and Stacy, the internet uh, in an internet cafe in the southern France about two decades ago became critics of central banks and multilateral lenders, which they have pushed colonial interests, which is facts. I mean, they've been calling out the fraudsters of the central banking system and central banking actors for a very long time. And we all remember the Kaiser Report was actually one of my favorite financial broadcasts, and I actually miss it. It's now been off air for about uh, the past year. And for those who don't know, Max and Stacy, they were the first to share about Bitcoin on national television via the RT Kaiser report. This was back in, I believe, uh, was that back in 2011? They started talking about it. And yeah, I mean, this is back when Bitcoin was virtually a dollar. And right now, Bitcoin is $28,000. So they had the foresight to see this a long time ago. They recognized, you know, El Salvador being the savior, which FYI, it translates to in English. <laughs> and that's not, uh, you know, uh, I don't think it's a coincidence. And now we have, uh, you know, the one nation in, on the planet that I'm aware of, which doesn't have a corrupted government, corrupted by fiat dirty money, which we're witnessing right now with Joe Biden in the United States and all across different countries around the world. But now that it looks like the death of the dollar, what do you think this means for the future of the king crypto and the future of El Salvador and nations that adopt Bitcoin as the legal tender? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.